Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Starting Small Music Podcast. I'm your host, Justin McCormick, and today we have a very special guest with us. We have hit songwriter and guitarist, Austin Taylor Smith. Now, you've heard Austin's song, All On Me, that he wrote with his buddy Devin Dawson, and then Devin released it and took it to number one. And you've also seen him playing on the road for Devin Dawson as his guitarist. And this is such a cool story because Austin actually met Devin at a hockey game, the Predators game in Nashville, and then they started riding together and it all started from there. Austin has a really cool story. I had a great time talking with him. I hope you guys enjoy. We'll see you at the end. How you doing today, Austin? I'm doing great, Justin. How are you? I'm doing awesome, man. So kind of getting right into your story. You grew up in Abilene, Texas. What was your childhood like? Um, my childhood was great, man. I had amazing parents. Um, I grew up in the church. Um, always a lot of music when I was growing up. Uh, both my parents sang in the church choir. I, uh, my brother was in the marching band in high school and um, I took, you know, a lot of years of piano growing up. That was my first instrument. My um, next door neighbor was actually a piano teacher. So that was super convenient. Um, uh, so that's, that's kind of what it was like growing up in, in Abilene, Texas, just, you know, wasn't a lot to do. So I kind of focused on music. Totally. Now, did you have any family members that played music or was it more from your neighbor that you kind of got that first influence from? Uh, well, I, I would say my mom's side of the family's uh, more musical. My my granddad was a music minister. Um, and then, yeah, my mom uh, and dad, you know, like I said, sang in the choir. My dad played uh, euphonium like my brother did. Uh, that was something I never got into. Um, I just started playing piano and then... Uh, when piano became uncool to me in high school, for whatever reason, I started playing drums and then, you know, found John Mayer and that made me want to start playing guitar and then write songs and stuff like that. So, um, but my parents were always super supportive of that, of anything that I wanted to do musically. For sure. Did you, uh, do you think that playing the piano first helped you, uh, helped you out like when you first picked up the guitar? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, definitely. And I, and I, I wish I'd never stopped to be honest. I wish I could go back and tell myself piano is really cool, <laughs> you know, cause that would be a, you know, I can play basic stuff, but man, if I had just kept going, I, I can't remember how young I started, but it was pretty young. And if I could, if I could have just kept going, man, that would, that would be a great skill to still have, you know, for sure. Now in high school, were you kind of just playing in church and around the house or did you have any local bands you were playing with? Yeah, I uh, played in church. Uh, that was mainly, let's see, I, I think I was like 13 or 14 when I started playing drums. Um, so I played at church and then actually was in a death metal band as well. Um, <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm sure I drove my parents crazy um, practicing all that stuff. Um, so yeah, I was in a band for probably a couple of years and we played just some super grungy places and, um, I wasn't the best scene for me, but you know, it was fun. And then, uh, when I wanted to switch to guitar, my parents bought me a guitar right when they were probably sick of me, <laughs> hearing me play drums. So they just 
bought me a guitar. Um, and like I said, that was inspired by John Mayer and uh, just kind of kind of went from there. Uh, didn't play guitar in any bands. I just started writing songs and uh, playing playing my own concerts at, at the church. Oh, awesome. What, what genre would you classify uh, you were writing at the time? I don't think well, you weren't doing heavy metal concerts at the church, were you? No, not heavy metal. Um, that was fun to write, though. But um, as far as me on my own with my acoustic guitar, um, just super John Mayery stuff, um, Room for Squares, heavier things era, like five, six minute songs. Uh, Dave Matthews Band, too. That was huge. So, you know, three choruses and like long bridge. And so pop, pop, acoustic pop. I would say. I mean, how can you not listen to early John Mayer and want to write like lyrical acoustic material like that, right? Oh, and all the chords and everything. It was like this new world of like, what in the world is he trying to figure it out? You know, and I taught myself how to play guitar and it was, it was uh, never the easiest thing. I had to start with the most difficult thing and learn that. And that was super frustrating, but I think it was good for me definitely beneficial in the long run for sure yeah. now coming out of high school you decided to attend belmont for commercial uh vocal music that was your major right uh-huh yeah it was so what was that decision like to to leave texas and come to belmont um i thought it was going to be hard uh my first semester of um of my senior year of high school i didn't want to leave texas so i was looking for options i kind of wanted to stay closer to home and then something switched in November, December. And I was like, all right, I need to uh, go somewhere else and found Belmont. And um, that was the only place I applied. And so luckily I got in and uh, visited Nashville, you know, and just loved it. So, so when the time came, it was, man, it was an easy decision. What were those first years like for you uh, at, in Nashville and at Belmont kind of networking and your first years in Nashville? Like, um, man, I, you know, I didn't know how to network a whole lot, but it was, I, uh, Belmont's such a small school and, you know, small, or it was when I was there, uh, small classes, which is, was really appealing to me. Uh, so I was able to make, you know, a lot of friends, a lot of talented friends and start learning through them. But I, I really, um, and I made some great connections at Belmont that, that got me where I am today. I will say that. Um, after I graduated, I met a couple of guys, um, John Davidson and Jacob Bryant. Um, and I was in a band with them, but they really, uh, kind of taught me how to network and, and connect with people. And I will say that that's like one of the most important, if someone asked me, asked me for advice, I, I would definitely say networking is the most important thing for sure. Yeah. Now you talked about John and Jacob, a uh, great rock band you started playing with coming out of Belmont. Uh, you guys yeah, not yeah. only uh, played some major festivals, but had some time on the road touring with Casey Musgraves. What was your first experiences out on the road like? And uh, kind of, is there anything you learned those first few years on the road? Um, let's see. I don't know if we started I don't think it was Casey at first. Um, man, uh, it was fun. It was so much fun because I'd never gone on tour or anything like that. 
and um, eventually we were in a like a 12 passenger van and um, <clears throat> we were bus chasing when we were with Casey so that was tough man it was like four hour shifts you know driving through the night and stuff like that but you know just kind of learned how how it all worked and again how to network with people and how to treat people there john and jacob are just the best people in the world so it was great to learn from them um but yeah man it was it was fun to just be fresh out of college and hit the road and and kind of a rock and roll band and man that was a blast it was a lot now, of fun were you going out on the road on the weekends and then still trying to come back into town to write songs and still trying to get a publishing deal at that point yeah, yeah. I was um, somewhat actively seeking a publishing deal. I, I had meetings and stuff like that. Um, you know, I really, I really didn't know that songwriting was a career until I got to Nashville and kind of, you know, wasn't, wasn't super set on that being my path. I was really focused on the, on John and Jacob thing yeah. um, and making that work. Um, but yeah, I was, I was, we were writing together and I was still kind of doing stuff on my own and, and writing with other people. Um, so yeah. Now I saw something online. This may or may not be right, but you actually met Devin Dawson, the artist you play for now at a hockey game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is where the networking thing, this is what I'm saying. The networking thing is so important because through John and Jacob, I met one of my very best friends, Brett Kissel amazing uh country artist totally and um brett invites me to the box at a preds game and it just so happened that one of the owners w brett had met devin at belmont he was giving a speech and so he invited him to the box so i get to the box and i see devin there and that's right after the taylor swift uh the mashup thing he did and taylor swift retweeted it and so yeah. i knew who he was so I was like, well, I need to talk to this guy. He was uh, sitting up there by himself and we just hit it off. And I was like, do you want to write? And uh, we set up a write for three months later and, and uh, wrote a really cool song. And then I think a couple of weeks later, we started, we wrote another song and then it just, it was every, we wrote every single Sunday for, for a long time. Do you still have a standing write on Sunday to this day? No, uh, no. Other things in life have gotten in the way, um, but uh, we try to keep it once a month. We try to get one once a month. Totally. Now, in 2018, you had a massive song with Devin, All On Me. Um, what do you remember about the day you wrote that with him and his twin brother? Um, so we were at uh, the house that I lived in uh, with John and Jacob. We had a big studio in the basement. It was an awesome house. And uh, Devin's just like, got all these ideas in his phone and he scrolls and he just stops, puts his finger on the phone and looks beside and he goes, all on me. Let's, let's try to write that today. I was like, okay. And, uh, we, uh, he came up with like kind of the guitar vibe. And then what we would do is we would just, I would sit there and we would just throw out as many ideas for the song as we could. And I'd type them out. So we pretty much had, all the lines are ideas for the chorus typed out before we even really had a melody for it or anything. really um and uh 
it all kind of kind of fell together after that second verse gave us a little trouble we had to go upstairs and make a little coffee and and that hit and then man um it was cool you never you know i didn't i didn't know what the song was going to be at that point i just thought it was a it was a cool song now coming out of that day did devin already say like i want this one for myself or were you thinking about some did you have any other artists in mind that you guys were thinking about pitching it to at that time uh no, uh, Devin, Devin wanted to keep it for himself. And uh, that was when he was, I can't remember if he was shopping publishing deals at that time or if it was record deals. Um, but uh, yeah, he definitely wanted to keep that one. For sure. Now, uh, his second project, the Pink Slip EP, one of my favorite projects you play guitar on, a song I think is totally underrated is Range Rover. I still bump that one in my car. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. What was your uh, kind of going into do guitar for that record? Like your inspiration kind of? Um, not to get yelled at by Jay Joyce, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Joyce has uh, produced the album and he's, he's just brilliant. Um, so I, you know, we, uh, we always, Devin was really good about, uh, you know the band always getting together before we went in and having good ideas going in and um i'm trying to think who mark he wrote that one with mark trussell i can't remember who else but mark used to play for uh lady a okay and just this monster guitar player producer writer so he already had a bunch of really cool riffs and everything like that for it um so we kind of just you know followed that a little bit um but it was just man it was like rock and roll man just hit your i, I played that this pink strat on the wall behind me is like just hit it as hard as you can on the chorus kind of thing yeah <laughs> that was inspiration now what does it mean to you to have that trust with Devin? that not only like you being his road guitarist but him trusting you to come play his sessions as well Oh man, um, that means a lot. I uh, Devin's one of my best friends. Um, we were both in each other's weddings, and uh, so there is a lot of trust there. Um, I'll say, uh, you know, I'm not uh, the lead guitarist. I'm just the the rhythm guitarist. But um, it was a it was tough when it came time to decide between John and Jacob and, and Devin, uh, that was a really tough decision. Um, but Devin just was like, man, I need you out there. And, uh, you know, I kind of knew that was the right decision, knew he trusted me. So it's just really cool to, to not only play on the road, but for him to trust me to play on two of the albums, which isn't, you know, isn't a normal thing. Usually, hire session people and and knock out three songs in a day or something like that but right that recording both albums was was really cool because we were it was the live band one song a day there for 12 hours kind of thing so just that experience and i have a lot i i really really thankful to devin for that do you have a project or song that you're most proud of that you've released so far um I mean, All On Me would have to be up there at the top. Um, I, 
Symptoms on that same album is probably one of the coolest songs uh, I've ever written. And then the production that Jay did and playing that one live. Um, yeah, I, I'd probably have to go with one of those two. Awesome, man. Now, I like to close all my interviews out by asking uh, what your advice is to other musicians. I know you've touched on networking, but if there's anything else that you think that would be good, that's something you've learned along the way. Um, I guess it'd be, you know, part of, part of networking is just be genuine and be kind and just be outgoing and meet everybody that you can. And if, you know, I would say just keep working at it because things that you, you think maybe aren't that good, someone else can see the light in and can make it great. So I'd say just keep pushing, man, because, you know, it took me 10 years of being in Nashville before, you know, anything started happening. So um, network, keep pushing. If it's going to help you out in your career, go for it. Well, guys, there you have it. My conversation with Austin Taylor Smith. Austin, thank you again so much for coming on the show. I had an awesome time talking with you. Everyone, go follow him on Instagram at Austin T. Smith. I want to give a big thank you to TBD Coffee Co. for being the official coffee of starting small music. Check them out at tbdcoffeeco.com. And make sure to come back next week to hear my conversation with hit songwriter for Big Loud, John Byron. Check out Starting Small Music on YouTube to see all the video content from our interviews. And also, follow Starting Small Music on Instagram at Starting Small Music and let us know who you'd like to hear on the podcast next. And remember, everyone starts small.